I'm Tad. I'm Gary. This is the Thursday show. Whack. Yeah. Not that quick. I didn't hesitate. I appreciate that. I've had I've hesitated in in the recent past because I I haven't been sure we needed to keep it in. But I think we do. I think it needs to stay. You think so? I, I mean even I though we're so. not hitting anything and somebody commandeered our sign. It really did commandeer our sign. Like we asked if we could bring it in the room and they said no, nah, we need it for other things. That's not how it should work. That's our sign. It is our sign, but I think I they're using it as another sign or to put another sign, like tape another sign to it. Well, so that, they're using it as cardboard. That's what the Wednesday show people did. That is sign, what the Wednesday show. And we did not appreciate that. We didn't. We took our sign back. Mm-hmm. Hostile. We went we in did. hostile. We did. You look a, you look a little flustered, Gary. Flustered? Why are, why are you a little flustered? You look I don't out think of it's... breath. I mean... What, where are you out doing? of breath? Yeah, you're a little out of breath. Are you sure I'm not just red from being sunburned? Oh, yeah. You're sunburned. Yeah, I am. Went Why to the are beach. you sunburned? Went to the beach for a couple of days. Oh, must be nice. I mean, I wish I could go to the beach Well, a couple of days. If it makes you feel better, uh, I had, I'm had i now suffering from pretty significant sunburn, especially on my arms, which oh. was weird. Uh, but I was... Uh, I didn't get sunburned the way you would think. I uh, I was biking actually at the beach. Uh, well, not uh, next to the beach. On okay, the, on the road. I'm not a big. Have you seen where like the the big like big fat tire bikes on uh-huh. the beach with like the electric fat tire bikes? Mm-hmm. They go like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, and they're just driving right down the middle of the beach. Uh, no, I haven't. I'm not a big fan of that. Why not? Well, they're, I mean, they're just flying down the beach. And I'm like, hey, you kids, slow down. It's uh, usually not kids, though. It's usually like adults. adults. They're like, they're running over my kids. Because you've seen my youngest. He's he's crazy. He just, he never stops moving. Mm-hmm. And he's not looking where he's going. And generally speaking, the well, beach is... why don't you the, teach him that? Well, the, I'm trying to. But the beach is one of those places that you just don't expect to have a lot of traffic. You mm. know? A lot of vehicular traffic. It's not sure. not somewhere where you're thinking you're going to have to play Frogger between your umbrella and the water. Mm. So that's my story that was, about that. That's a good story. Well, I don't ride. I don't do that. And that's, I uh, guess, that you the don't. Point but you were riding your bike at the beach, and you got sunburned. I was. Riding your bike. I, I sure was. I put a little sunscreen on my face, the back of my neck, but I didn't think about my arms. Mm. And... Probably, they, look, they look red. It's it's probably as bad a sunburn as I've had in, oh, in wow. a while. That's not good. I Yeah, I didn't think so. And, you know, at one point I was trying to get my bike to just stand up so I could, you know, evaluate my sub, sunburn. And, you know, uh, you know why it wouldn't stand up by itself? Why wouldn't the bike stand up by itself? It was too tired. It's good. It's good. It's too tired. Yeah, you don't need to repeat it. I got it. It wasn't one tired. I, I know. It's too tired. Too tired. Yeah. Because yeah. a bicycle has two tires. Right. That's that's good. Yeah. It's a good yeah. joke. Did you? So is this whole story fake just so you could tell that joke? No. Or no, the, the, the story's the, real. The joke just kind of happened to, right. to feed into that. Right. That's good. That was... Yeah. That's good planning. 
Thank you. I didn't know we planned on this show. Well, I try to bring my best to the Thursday show. It is it is a quality show. It's a real show. It is. It's really a podcast. <laughs> it, it is. Speaking of which, do you know we have heard people outside the church that listens to this thing? It's unbelievable. Like our pastor was in a meeting in Raleigh, right? That's right. And somebody came to him and was like, hey, I check, you know, that Thursday show, that's some good stuff. And we we asked them why. We really <laughs> questioned their person. <laughs> but you would think that, you know, they would listen to the sermons or the worship service, but not, no. not the Thursday show. Right. You can skip, I mean. It's skippable. It's skippable. Yeah. Should we, should we make it official on the Thursday show about the story the the famous story on faith that's circling Facebook right now. Should we make a public announcement about? I that? think we probably should. I mean, because so many people are listening to it, that they probably need to know that the the van that is causing a lot of ruckus in California, upstate right. California, is not our van. It's not ours. It's not ours. We've never, We've never owned had a van. a van. Not since I've been here, and I've been here almost thirteen years. I so I think it. I'm I'm pretty sure it's never. Never ever. I don't. I don't think we've owned a van. And we certainly didn't own like a really ugly brown van, <laughs> right? But some church did because it has Baptist Church and Wilkesboro, which right. what is happening is people is Google they're googling Baptist Church Wilkesboro, right? And here we are, and they come to us, which that means our Google analytics are good. Well, that's nice. That's good. It's very helpful. And I guess they're doing the same thing on Facebook. They must be. Baptist Church and then Wilkesboro, and we're the first one that pops up there, too. Right. So, hey, we're doing, you're doing your well, job. Since the Thursday show is so popular, ubiquitous across America. Wow. That's a SAT word. Right. Could you spell it? U-B-I-Q-U-I-T-O-S. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I bet that's not it. I feel like I'm, my brain's getting a red squiggly line underneath. Probably. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we have so many listeners from across the uh, the nation. Um, I think that this is the place to put out there. It's not our van. It's not our van. It's not. There's nothing we can do about it. No. And it never will be our van. No. If If ever a van circulates again, or if you're thinking... What about a bus? It's not our bus. It's not our bus. Not our bus, not our van. It's not ours. It's just not ours. So thank you, concerned citizens. We appreciate, appreciate that. that concern. Mm-hmm. But it's not ours. It's not ours. So call the local sheriff's department. Right. The local sheriff. The local sheriff. Right. Because there's nothing we can do. Not a thing. It's in California. It's not our van. It's no, not our state. It's not even our state. Is that an earthquake? <laughs> I don't know. Do you uh, remember the earthquake that happened last year? I do. Was it about this time? I think so, yeah. It was close. I think it was close. It felt like that. It felt like a big truck right. running by the sanctuary. I was driving, and I was driving on a gravel road, so I missed it. Yeah. And you I, were uh, mad. I was mad that I missed it. I remember that. You come in, and it was like, I was you like, hey, get... did, you feel the, did you just feel the earthquake? You're like, no, I was driving. You only get so many opportunities to feel an earthquake. Well, you, it, uh, you would think. It really shook people up, though. Yeah. I've, I've sat through two earthquakes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 
I was in an earthquake when I was five, but again, I didn't feel it. I was told about it. Mm. And then I remember the one that was like in DC. Yeah. Uh, I felt that one. And then I felt one when I lived in Weaverville. I was walking through the house and the house shifted and I was like, yeah. Uh, it's a weird feeling. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And went on, went on trusty Facebook and oh. there was a lot of all caps. Did you feel that earthquake? Question mark, exclamation point. Did you answer? Question mark. I said, yes, I did. Good. I didn't answer all of them though. Much like the van thing. How can you keep up with it? There's a lot. Not our van. Not our van. Not our at van. All. We would not own a brown van. No. Uh, no. What color van would you want? Like a turquoise, I think. <laughs> turquoise? Yeah. Kind of like your shirt? Yeah. Yeah. I would want you to be confused about where the van started and my shirt began if I was standing next to it. I'd like to be able to camouflage with my van. So turquoise is the answer. I remember growing up, the church I had, we had blue vans. Really? Yep. They were blue. Don't know why that's important, but... The California van is not your church's, your old church's Ah, Because it was blue. It was blue. And if those vans were still active, because they were struggling when I was in Mm. youth group many years ago. So I don't think they would make it to California. I have a full circle church van. Uh, we had this old church van when I was like in fourth grade, like RAs, you know what I mean? And it was, it was, I believe blue, like dark blue. And it was old, ancient. Are all very, church very vans old. old? They have to be. It's a requirement. I don't know if anybody that has a new church van. Right. No one. So, yeah. Uh, very old though. The very old. We had a, we went to the um, Wake Forest University uh, went to see they they had like a church day. Their football oh yeah, game. oh yeah. Uh, not very good. Um, played Georgia Tech. We uh, we grabbed the uh, Stinger, the Hornet. Uh, Yellow jacket. Hornet? Yellow jacket. Yellow whatever. jacket. Don't care. Um, Charlotte Hornets basketball. Uh, no, no. The, the we grabbed the Yellow Jacket Stinger and like uh, he got pretty mad, obviously, because we were on the stairs of the stadium. Uh, we were. Not good kids, obviously. And then we had a food fight with, like, M&M's, like, hard candy in the van on the way back. And we got a pretty stern talking to. So you're the reason groups get a bad – kids get bad reputations for vans. And not there's no it longer allowed like to that. be in the van. Uh, full circle, uh, about uh, 13, 14 years later, I drove that van. Oh. To a ski retreat. Wow. In West Virginia. Was there still M&M's the in it? youth director. I'm sure there were. There's no way we got them all out. <laughs> of course, we had to crawl all over that van trying to pick them all up. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, somebody had one of those candy necklaces, and they started, like, pulling candy <laughs> off that. And, you know, those are rocks. Those yeah. are basically <laughs> But how did they take them all? gravel. Did they, like, bite them all? Because those things were, I it's remember, a good question. it was tough. I wonder, I wonder if he broke the, the necklace part and... And then just yeah. slid them off. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That yeah. would be a good way if you were doing a food fight, a candy fight. That's good ammunition. It's a good way right to there. end it. <laughs> anyway, had to drive that van uh, huh. many years later as a youth director. Well, and it had, uh, it had a lot of uh, play in the steering wheel. Most fans you, do. You, you had to really crank that wheel before it got, the steering yeah. wheel before it got down through the, you know, yeah. the tires. That's good. Yeah, it's good. 
Good van stories. Thank you. Who knew we were going to talk about vans? I had it pretty, pretty sideways in the snow, too. Did, that sideways, would, let's if not, you will. Let's, Probably shouldn't tell that. Let's not tell that story. Uh, let's not. I yeah. think it's time to get away from vans. Okay. So, well, what should we move into? Uh, we, don't have an, we don't have somebody to interview. Really? Yeah. Well, what's that person sitting there no, for? Don't. Don't. No. We, people just stop interviewing. It's weird. If you want to be on the Thursday show, if you want to be interviewed for the Thursday show, um, just call number Gary. one, it's not our van, and we're not <laughs> going to interview you about the van. <laughs> number two, just uh, just let us know. Email us at, what did you say our email address was last Thursday week? Thursday show at com. Yeah. Yeah. Email, <laughs> send that email there. Uh, don't worry if it says that it didn't reach... Uh, it didn't read the recipient didn't get the email. I really hope uh, that's on the email address. It. <laughs> It'd be something, wouldn't it? I hope it is. You're gonna send an email this afternoon. It, we could uh we should also set up the it's not our van at stop <laughs> stop saying this is our van dot com. So since we don't have an interview, what do you what do you want to talk about? Uh you know, I was thinking about Peter a little bit. Why? Um, well, we're Pastor Chris is doing this sermon series uh, in First Peter. Well, that makes sense. And did you know that's the same guy that was in the uh, in the earlier in the New Testament, the Gospels? Yeah, I did. Okay, you know, he was one of the disciples. I think I think everybody knows that. Okay, I don't think it would be different. You no. preached on him too. Uh, you preached on a vision that he got. I did. I sure did. But Peter, same guy, same guy. Peter, he was a unique. Well, there's there's a couple Sauls, you know. There's like there's like ten Judases. One of them changes his name to Jude. Yeah. You know, after. Yeah. There's a uh, lot of Judases. Yeah. Johns. How many there's Johns? A, there's probably hundred yeah, Johns. I know I, two. Yes. There's at least two Jameses. So so just as I had, I remember. Growing, probably shouldn't say this story, but I'm going to. Okay. So there was a there was a Sunday school teacher when I was a kid that thought that John the Baptist wrote the mm-hmm. Book of John. I see. That is not correct. That is not correct. I mean, John the Baptist gets beheaded in the Book of John. Right. Like three chapters in, four chapters in. So. Right. I don't. Know why he? Very difficult to write. Yeah, that point. <laughs> so I remember. I just remember that as a kid, and I remember being questioning it then. And, yeah. Um, well, did you speak up? Uh, no. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. I mean, he was a teacher. Respect. That was respectful. So, um, but anyway, but but I think there's really only one Peter in the Bible. Well, I can't think of another one. Was Peter? So why did he have to have so many different names? But what his first name was Simon, right? Which there are a bunch of Simons, right? Because he was a good Jewish person, because that's where you get Simon from, right? Which was a branch of Simeon. What did, what did Simon say? What do you mean? What did Simon say? What did he say? Did he say jump? <laughs> that's, that's awful. It's that was, not great. That's that's not funny. It wasn't. It wasn't very funny. Which, who came up with that? I don't know. That game. Peter probably. Probably Simon. Yeah. Whoever Simon is. 
Yeah. But anyway, so you had, you know, so he was a good Jewish, you know, guy. So he had a Simon name, but he was later named Peter mm-hmm. by Jesus. Right. Because Jesus called him from his occupation. Mm-hmm. What was his occupation? He was a fisherman. Mm, he was. And Jesus made him a fisher of men. Hey, that's good. Bringing that wordplay. But, you know, Peter didn't, Peter didn't come first to Jesus. Who did come first? Andrew, his brother. Brother Andrew. Brother literally. Andrew came and got Peter, brought Peter to Jesus. Now, here's a quote. Was Peter the only married disciple? We know he's married because we're going to talk. Pastor Chris is going to talk about that this week. He's going to tell the story of um, Peter's mother-in-law. So we know right. he was married. Was he the only married disciple? Um, I think he's the only one that we know was married, right? I mean, that's that's kind of the, the there's, census. There's some of the, you know, the the bottom six or so <laughs> that we don't know a lot about. Yeah. Um, I think we have a lot of reason to assume John and James weren't married, at least as of the as no. of the time of the because they let their mama talk Jesus. to Jesus. Yeah. Right. Um, and they were working on their dad's boat. Right. So yeah. Peter had his own business, though. Right. He had his own boat. You know, Andrew worked with him. Mm-hmm. He had his own, you know, we know he was married. We don't know if he had kids. Right. Maybe. Could have. May have. There's no reason to assume he didn't. Right. right. And so I think all the other ones, I mean, we really don't know. We don't know about Nathaniel or Bartholomew or Philip. I think we assume Philip doesn't because because he's just out there. Like, yeah, he's getting bounced around like, mm-hmm. all over the place by the Holy Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. like here you are suddenly appearing before yep. this Ethiopian eunuch, and, and now you're he disappears. Disappeared. So, he's Doctor Strange. I guess so. Ooh, who would you say that Peter is out of the out oh, of the boy. Avengers? Um. Wow, I th- I think we have our our thing for today, right? It's to match the disciples with Avengers. <laughs> no, um, no. I, don't, I don't think we can get all the, all of okay. them. But all right, um, I think it's just a good illustration to kind of see who Peter really is. He's uh, he's almost got like an Iron Man kind of. I was thinking vibe. Iron Man. I mean, he's not he's not wealthy like Tony Stark, right? He's but he probably had some wealth. Yeah. If he was maybe. able to own his own boat. Yeah. And have, I mean, because, you know, when Jesus, what you preached on, or no, you didn't preach on it. I think Pastor Chris preached on it when after the resurrection, right. he goes fishing. Yeah. Which meant he would have been on his company boat with his people and they fish all night. So, you know, yeah, he, he, he would have had some wealth. He didn't have. He didn't have Tony Stark money, though. No. He couldn't just make things happen. No. He was impressed by the rich young ruler's wealth, it seems like. You think so? I think so. Where do you well, get that? Um, I. Is this where you want to go? Mm-hmm. We can go here. Mm-hmm. Um, impressed might be the wrong word, but he uh, he seems to. It, it's implied in the text. I don't know if it's explicitly stated, but I think it's pretty heavily implied that he and most of the disciples were um, surprised to see that the rich young ruler wasn't just counted among the um, 
among God's kingdom because of his wealth, which would have served to them as proof of his obedience. Um, but it's then a they, blessing. Yeah, it's say. a blessing. Hmm. Yeah. Um, his obedience equaled his wealth. So it seems like he had more wealth than the disciples who were like, well, if he can't get into heaven, who can? Right. Because we're not okay. that blessed with financial gain. And Jesus is, of course, teaching them that financial gain is not necessarily indicative of blessing. In fact, it, it isn't. It shouldn't be treated as indicative right. of um, of obedience. Yeah. And I think that's the interesting thing about the, the character of Peter in general, because, you know, he was probably one of the older ones, other disciples, which, you know, he, he kind of, I don't know if they chose him to be the leader, but he certainly took the reins and yeah. became, made himself the leader of the disciples, especially after Jesus, you know, ascended to heaven. And, right. you know, but I think it also may have been a challenge for him because he was older he had to work through some of that, I don't want to say bad theology, but maybe skewed theology that really struggled with, which is why I think he, he stuck his foot in his mouth more times than any because right. he, he felt like he had to say something. He felt like he was the one that had to give the words of wisdom being the older one. People right. would look to him. He, he it, it is a weird balance between his like age and what could have been wisdom, but what often didn't seem to be wisdom. Right. right. It, he sort of jumped the gun mm-hmm. several times. However, he, he landed a few, like when uh, Jesus says, who do men say that I am? And the disciples kind of work through, like some say you're the return of Elijah, um, uh, you know, prophets and stuff Mm -hmm. and who do you say that I am and Peter's the one who says you're the Christ the son of the living God which is a huge proclamation he's saying he's saying our rabbi is the one that was promised in Genesis 3 he's the prophet greater than Moses he's like the one right um that's that's a bold statement at that point in Jesus ministry it was true um and there was a lot of evidence of that Peter was spot on but then Jesus says, uh, here's what the Christ is going to do. Yeah. He's going to suffer and die. And Peter says, far be it from you, Lord, which, rough translation, nah-uh. Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, no, you ain't gonna do and that. essentially, we're going to stop that oh, from yeah. happening, yeah. right? I like, mean, he, he went big and bold. He's like, yeah. no, Jesus, we'll never let you go do that. We yeah. will take up. And we will fight for you. So he gets the distinction of being the one disciple that <laughs> is called Satan. Yeah. I don't even think Judas gets called Satan. It says the devil enters him. But that's like John's perspective. That's I think that's the narrator speaking on that behalf. I don't think... Matthew. Is it Matthew? I, Matthew 16. I think it's in John, you, too. I, it may be in John, but... But I think in Matthew 16, he it gets said, "Get behind me, Satan." Oh yeah, no. So, but what I was saying, he, oh, Judas oh, is you mean Judas, Judas is okay, called the I'll, devil yeah, in John. Yeah, right. But I don't think any of the other disciples. I don't think any. I don't think Jesus called anybody else. No, Satan. No, and he. There's an argument that maybe he wasn't calling Peter Satan. Just the idea. The is well, from, adversary is that's yeah, the the, right. the Hebrew word Satan means right. adversary. So the one going against yeah. another person's will. But it counts. It does for it's, our purposes. It's kind of it is. It's fascinating that that's 
Yeah. Peter Peter gets called Satan by Jesus. Right. And yet he becomes the leader. Right. Afterwards, because Jesus, after he made the proclamation of "You are the Christ," Jesus said, "And the keys will be handed to you." Right. You know, which is a which is a firm statement. I think he was making it to all of them. Right. You know, you are now going to carry on the kingdom of God after I'm gone. And on this rock, I'll build my church. Which the rock is the statement that he's the Christ. Yes. Right. Yeah. But because he's the cornerstone. But also, Peter's name is the rock. Rock. Yeah. So. There's wordplay there, but the rock is not necessarily, as far as the cornerstone of the church, it's not Peter. No, it's um, Jesus. But it's no, seems to be no accident. The wordplay seems to be pretty obvious that that Peter is going to be influential in building, helping the church build on the rock. And he did is, because Jesus, when he gets reinstated after the you know after the resurrection, and Jesus comes to him on the shore and says, you know, he gives a prophecy to him. Says right. you're going basically you're gonna die on my behalf. Yeah. And isn't that wild? Like Peter's like Peter last thing he does is deny Jesus yeah. three times. Yeah. Um, fulfills that prophecy. And you know the movie Passion of the Christ, I thought handled that interestingly, where you the way it reads is it happened like back to back to back. And it's like, how did he not know he was doing that? But it really was through the course of the, the yeah. evening, right? And it and he it, it is possible he didn't realize what he was doing until that third right. time. Uh, but then he rushes to the, the tomb to see that it's empty, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't but John hesitate. beat him. John beat him. John's John, going to hold on to that. John was very proud of that. He is. He was very uh, proud. Right. The, the one who Jesus loved yeah. beat Peter. Yeah. Like, I mean. Yeah. Thank, thanks, John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was a good chuckle. Yeah. That was a good chuckle yeah. around the dinner yeah. table. Peter should have written his own gospel. He could have he could have Well, there is there is a gospel of Peter. Did you know this? Is it But um, it's a Gnostic is gospel. It Gnostic? Yeah, it's yeah. it's not one in our canon because there's a lot of errors and there's a lot of fallacies, right. historical fallacies, you know, they the earliest manuscript I think is like 1100s, 11 or 1200s is when yeah, they found which it, is like, which just a couple years ago, which yeah, in, <laughs> I mean in Bible literature time. But you know, when you look at all the other gospels were found, you know, pre you know thousand BC around you know three hundred and twenty two. There's right. letters that came out, and you've got all of that that came earlier. So, but it, have you ever read it? Have you ever read the Gospel of Peter? No, I haven't. It's an interesting. It's interesting. The when Jesus is on the cross, um, the cross turns into a big mouth. And speaks and then consumes Jesus. Weird. It's very, very weird. Very that, weird. That that's not the kind of details Luke would take. No, I don't. Luke is more of a facts and figures <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, and that's why because yeah, you know, that's that's odd. And well, I've not read the Gospel of Peter, but okay. I have read Mark. Oh, okay. Do you <laughs> think that Mark is getting his notes from Peter? I do think so. Um, I, think I mean, most tracks. scholars believe that Mark. When Paul kicked Mark out of his journey, yeah, because they had a little tiff. They sure did. Had a little tiff, which Paul and Peter had a little tiff. Right. I mean, we got to think about that too. Mm. You know, they both were very um, prideful people, and they had different perspectives, and they uh, confronted each other. Paul right. confronted Peter, actually, and they had a little little powwow. Well, and you know, per the message I preached, Peter got the like the vision for the Gentiles, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, he should have known better. He should have. Um, but he was still showing favoritism to um, the Jewish believers. And Paul picked up on that, that Peter was a different guy. It, it, was, it was more so that he was kind of like one way around the Gentiles and another way yeah. around the Jews. And Paul's like, hey, that ain't right. Yeah. But Paul had his own flaws yeah. too. Yeah. And I'm sure that, I'm sure that would have been yeah. a fun argument. I would have liked sure. to have been on the sidelines and listened to that argument. Right. Yeah. You think they kept it fair, or do you think they probably took some shots? Oh, I think they took shots. Because, you know, in an argument, you're supposed to keep it about the thing that's in front of oh, you. Oh, no. But I think they both think, took shots. You think and Paul was at some point like, well, who who denied Jesus yeah. three times? And and Peter's going to look Peter's at him like, and go, well, who killed, who, who killed who a bunch of Christians? The, who held the coats? Yeah, when Stephen well, died. Yeah. Oh, who also knew Jesus personally? Hey, hey coat rack. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wow. It's Peter speaking. That's Peter calling Paul a co-write. But I don't think. I call but anyway, so then John, then John Mark, or the person that wrote Mark's right. gospel, um, hung around Peter and went on his missionary journeys until the end. So I really do think, I think Mark is writing it from Peter's perspective. Right. And that's good. Uh, Mark kept his brief. He did. Because yeah. he was just getting yeah. to the point. Well, speaking of keeping it brief. Yeah. Uh, um, but, I mean, we should tell how Peter ended. We should. I mean, he I did so. fulfill the pro- the prophecy that Jesus put on him. Right. And he went, you know, preaching the gospel, and uh, and the Roman uh, government crucified him. Right. So, I mean, he he carried out that what Jesus said he would, was going to happen. Right. For the sake of the gospel. Was he crucified upside down? Um, uh, that's the that's the I'm going to use the term legend. So. Send all your hate mail to Thursday show at thursdayshow.com. That's not our van. And that's com. not our van. Um, but there's not any really good historical evidence, manuscripts. There's just a couple of, of instances where it talks about that, where he was crucified upside down. Uh, I did find one where it said that Agrippa actually crucified Peter, not Nero. Wow. But Nero was very upset that he did not get to kill Peter because he didn't want to just crucify him. Nero wanted to torture him. Right. Which tells you that Peter was all about sharing the gospel right. and, and delivering and building up the church as, once again, Jesus told him to. Right. So. And I think, uh, I think if you analyzing Peter's story arc, if you will, which was a historical arc because he's mm-hmm. a, a real person, um, uh, it, it should be an encouragement to, to Christians because uh, I, I think we think of uh, you know, our life pre-Jesus and post-Jesus as post-Jesus is like, okay, it's time to be perfect this time. Mm-hmm. And we're not, except we are, we're covered in Jesus righteousness, but otherwise we're, um, we, we still have our, a lot of our old self hanging around making mistakes. Oh yeah. And Peter does that. And then, and you see him recover. He's redeemed from his, post-belief mistake, right? right? And then he makes more mistakes, mm-hmm. and it's recorded. And it seems like he makes no effort to stop his story from being recorded. I mean, he told his mistakes to Mark, and that you know those were during Jesus' life, but also um, in Acts and then in Galatians where Paul records mm-hmm. his, his error, um, and Peter records his own essentially prejudice, and mm-hmm. or well, he doesn't record it, but he's, you know, 
he doesn't seem to stop Luke from telling the story of his own right. prejudice in Acts 10. And then he has it again in, in Galatians 2. And he, but he continues to go to Christ for forgiveness and, and uh, continues to preach the gospel. And by, by no means is that every mistake he's, right. he's made recorded. But um, his, his pattern, his trajectory is toward sanctification, toward being better. We're being a better Christ follower, which is what First um, and Second Peter's about. It's right. it's his letter to the community of believers. He was probably pastor over, yeah. who the church he was a part of, encouraging them during a very difficult time to continue living a life holy, right, and and pleasing to God. So. Right, even if you fail yesterday, yeah, today is the day to to live a, to glorify God. That's right. So it was good. Well, that was good. Good for Peter. Good for Peter. And good for us yeah. for covering Peter. That's good. Timely. Well, well uh, we do have some uh, semi-bad news. Oh, no. Yeah, we will not be here next week. What? Yeah, I will I will be gone. So I would hate for you to do the Thursday show by yourself. Are you? I'm vacationing. Okay. Yeah, I'll be on vacation. So. All you ever wanted. Yep. Vacation. Mm-hmm. Got to get away. Yep. Well. So we'll be uh, back in two weeks. Two weeks. Two long weeks. But don't forget to come to service because we're that's right. We have lots of worship services you can try to come. There's to. so many to choose. Wednesday, from. six p.m. Right, there's one. Sunday at eight a.m., mm-hmm. nine thirty a.m., and eleven a.m. Yeah. And then what can you do if, if you're you on vacation? If you're not feeling well, if you're on vacation, you can tune in to Facebook or YouTube or Vimeo and watch us. Eleven o'clock is when it goes live on. Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss it right at 11, you can catch up. Yeah. It, it'll stay. Yeah, and It'll if, stay there. And if you can't get on at 11 because you're sleeping in because you're on vacation, you right. can catch us later because it stays right. there. You can go back Different and watch time zone. Yeah. It can get confusing, but it it'll be there. It will be. So I hope that you'll join us, um, and we'll see you in two weeks. Will we see them? Uh, we won't see them, but they can hear us. It's a figure of speech. You can hear us in two weeks. You can hear us in two weeks. Bye, then. See ya.